Detective Callum arrived at a jewelry store because the owner reported that someone had stolen a diamond. He didn't let any customers or a cleaning man out, so they were the main suspects. Everyone denied stealing the diamond. There were no fingerprints found. Can you help Detective Callum decide whom he should arrest? He should arrest the man and the woman wearing gloves. Since no fingerprints were left, it must be one of them, or both. Olivia sneaked into an old mansion to explore it and got trapped inside. There are three ways out, and all of them are dangerous. Behind the first door, the roof and the floor are made of magnifying glass, and the sun would burn anyone who enters. Behind the second door, there's a dangerous doll with knives that can come to life at any moment. Behind the third door, there's a room filled with poisonous gas that makes anyone's skin melt. How can Olivia escape safely? She can just leave through the first door. It's night, so the sun isn't shining. So the first way out is safe. Detective Callum was abroad, traveling by train when he heard two men arguing. One of them, Hendrix, was blaming the other, Brian, for trying to steal his suitcase. Their suitcases looked exactly the same, and Brian claimed that he had just confused the two by accident. Detective Callum asked both men to open their suitcases. Do you think it was an accident? Hendrix's suitcase is filled with clothes and electronic devices and must be pretty heavy. Brian's suitcase is almost empty, with only a pair of jeans and a book inside. It must be way lighter. And even though the bags look alike, Brian for sure knew that the bag he took couldn't be his. It was way heavier than it was supposed to be. Luna found her cousin Mia poisoned in her room and called the police. Detective Callum asked Luna what had happened. She said that she was walking past Mia's house when she saw that the light in her room was on. She walked to the window to see if Mia was there and saw her on the floor. She had a key, so she walked into the house and called the police. She didn't touch anything so that they could investigate what had happened. Detective Callum arrested Luna. Why? She said that she saw Mia in the window. But look, the blinds are closed. If Luna hadn't touched anything, she couldn't have seen what was going on in the room. She must be lying about something. While Ms. Virginia Dell, a rich lady, was on her three-month business trip abroad, her mansion was robbed. The security was notified, and Detective Callum started the investigation. There were three people caught on the security camera, and he started interrogating them. Charlotte... Ms. Dell's cousin said that she'd visited several times to collect the mail. Camilla, the housemaid, said that she had come three days ago to clean the house. Ismail, the gardener, said that she came every Wednesday to take care of the garden. All of them denied stealing anything. Detective Callum arrested one of them. Whom?
Camilla the housemaid. She said that she had cleaned the house three days ago. But look at the house. There's dust and dark stains. It doesn't look like the house has been cleaned recently. So she probably lied. Abigail stayed late in the office because she had a lot of work to do. She left the room to get some snacks and a coffee. Half an hour later, she returned and found out that someone had stolen her wallet. So she called the police. Detective Callum interrogated three people who were still in the office. Noel, the cleaning man, said that he had been cleaning another floor and had never stepped into Abigail's office that day yet. Sonia, the accountant, said that she had been talking on the phone with her mom. Sean, a regional manager, said that he had been in his office flooded with work. Who stole the wallet? No one. Detective Callum figured out that since Abigail went to get snacks and coffee, she must have had her wallet with her. He just recommended she should get some sleep and stop overworking. Elizabeth and her daughter Ella went abroad traveling. They were walking and shopping in one remote town when Elizabeth noticed that Ella had disappeared. She called the police and they started to look for the girl. There were three people nearby and they were interrogated. Layla said that she hadn't seen the girl. Madison said that she had seen the girl with her mom, but that was it. Amelia said that she had heard someone screaming, but she hadn't seen who it was. Who should be arrested? Layla, look, she's carrying Ella's purse. Gideon had a girlfriend, a sister, and two cousins. Figure out who Gideon's sister is if the cousins are saying the truth and the sister and the girlfriend are lying. Chloe. E is his girlfriend. Ruby. Chloe is lying. Skylar. Ruby is lying. Lily. Skylar is not his sister. If Chloe is telling the truth, then Lily is lying. Then, Skylar is his sister, who's also lying. So, Ruby must be telling the truth, which contradicts that Chloe is telling the truth. So, Chloe is for sure lying. Then, Ruby is telling the truth, and Skylar is lying. So, Lily is telling the truth. Two liars are Chloe and Skylar, and they're Gideon's girlfriend and sister. Lily says that Skylar isn't his sister. So Skylar is his girlfriend, and then Chloe is his sister. Scarlett just moved into her new apartment three days ago. One evening, she was reading before bed when she heard a knock on the door. She opened the door, and there was a confused man who said, Oh, I'm sorry. I just moved in here earlier today, and I thought it was my apartment. Oh, once again, sorry, and, and good night. Then he left. Scarlett didn't believe that it was just a mistake and reported the man to the police. Why? The problem was that the guy had knocked. If he had really thought it was his room, he would have tried to open it with his own keys. Nora lived alone in the city suburbs. 
She called the police and reported that someone had robbed her house and stolen her savings that she had been keeping in a pair of socks on one of her wardrobe shelves. Detective Callum arrived with the police, took a look at the room, and closed the case, claiming that the lady was lying. Why did he think so? The room was absolutely clean. If someone had robbed the house, they would have made a mess while searching for money. The person who took the money must have known exactly where it was, which is unrealistic. Mrs. Ledger is a high school history teacher. One day, she started a sudden oral test, asking students questions from the back of the book. If the students figure out the order in which she asks, they can find the answer to their question in advance. The first three people she asked were Atlas, Eleanor, and Gracelyn. There are Zoe, Luca, Sienna, and Victoria left. Can you guess who will answer which question? Mrs. Ledger is asking students in alphabetical order. So up next is Luca, then Sienna, then Victoria, and Zoe. Another day, another test. Once again, Mrs. Ledger is asking students. This time, the first ones to answer were Zoe, Luca, and Atlas. In which order will she ask the remaining students? This time, she started with people with the shortest names. There are three letters in Zoe, four in Luca, and five in Atlas. The next one is Sienna, who has six letters in her name, then Eleanor with seven letters, Victoria with eight letters, and Graceland with nine. Ellie found herself locked in a dungeon and couldn't remember what had happened. She looked around and saw a door that could have been a way out, but it required a passcode, and she didn't know it. Luckily, there was a hint. 1-802-3004-0803-2611. She has just one chance, and if Ellie doesn't get it right, the dungeon will get locked forever. Can you help her decide which password is the correct one? Take a closer look. Some numbers have faded away a bit. This is probably because they had been used the most. They are 1, 2, and 6. The only code that uses all of them is the last one, 2611. It must be this one. Aurora came home after a long day at the university and was excited to eat the mint-flavored ice cream she had bought in the morning. But when she opened the freezer, the ice cream was gone. Aurora asked her three siblings who had eaten her ice cream, and they all denied it. Dawn said, I'm on a diet, and I haven't been eating ice cream and stuff for a week now. Everett said, Dude, I had my chips. There was no need to eat your ice cream this time. Phoenix said, First, I don't like mint ice cream, and second, I was in my room all day, and I didn't even go down once until now. Who has eaten the ice cream? It was Phoenix. Aurora never mentioned the ice cream flavor, but he still knew it. 
At first, you'll be a Sherlock trainee. Look carefully at the pictures and pay attention to the smallest details to solve the riddles. Which one of these students has three mothers? It must be this guy right here, the one with the three sandwiches. The guy with three glasses got them from the cafeteria. He must be very thirsty, but it's not a sign of three mothers. But this one definitely brought sandwiches from home, so I bet it's him. Let me know if you disagree. Let's move on. One of the girls has a pet at home. Can you guess which one? It's the girl in the middle. Look, her hands and arms are scratched. She must be living with a cat. Okay, look at these three people. Who is a vampire? It's this guy. See, he doesn't cast a shadow. Something's wrong. Chastity was at a party and met three guys. All of them claimed to be pilots, but one of them lied. Can you guess who's not a pilot? Pilots must have perfect eyesight. This guy is wearing glasses, so he's not a real pilot. Look at these three students. One of them is left-handed. Can you figure out who exactly? It must be this girl. The outer side of her left hand has some ink stains. It happens when she writes. Since we write from left to right, her arm covers everything she's just written. Three best friends met for a coffee in the evening. Can you tell which one of them has a pet? Look at this girl's bag. There's dog food in there, so she probably has a dog at home waiting for her. This one is super easy. Three sisters came to visit their parents. One of them got engaged while she was away. Can you tell which one? It's this girl who's wearing a ring. Three men came to a job interview. The company didn't want to hire fathers because they needed full commitment for the first year. All men said they were single and had no families, but one of them lied and actually had a daughter. Which one? It's this guy here. Why would he wear a pink scrunchie on his wrist if he wasn't making his daughter's hair right before the interview? Okay, now let's go and look at people's houses. Here are the bathrooms of Daryl and Tiberius. Which one of them has a girlfriend? It must be Tiberius. Look, there are two toothbrushes in his bathroom. Nevea and Nicoline are students. Both of them live in a one-room apartment with their friends to split the rent. Their mothers once came to visit. Take a look at Nevea and Nicoline's bedrooms. Can you tell which one of them is dating her roommate? It must be Nevea. In Nicoline's bedroom, there are two single beds. And in Nevea's bedroom, there's just one big bed. Look at these three friends. One of them isn't really a human, but which one? Look, this guy right here has only four fingers. 
Perfect. We trained you well. Now let's solve some cases. The city bank was robbed, and Detective Callum was on the case. After a long investigation, the police managed to track the robber and found the money hidden in the nearest desert in a cactus bush. They couldn't see the robber's face, but there were three suspects. Take a look at the people. Who is guilty? It's this man. Look, he has many scars on his arms and hands. He must have gotten them when he was digging the money in the cactus bush. A group of friends asked Billiam if he wanted to join them on a hike that weekend. He said that he couldn't because he had broken his arm. The next day in school, Billiam, indeed, appeared with a broken arm. So he stayed at home and his friends went hiking. On Monday, the friends met in school again. Billiam said that he had just stayed home watching TV. His friends told him about the hike and asked why he had lied about the broken arm. Why did they decide that his arm wasn't really broken? Last week, Billiam's right arm was broken. On Monday, it was the left one. He must be faking it. Mr. Tucker called the police and reported that he had been robbed. Detective Callum arrived at his place and found Mr. Tucker tied up to a chair. Mr. Tucker said that he had been sleeping when someone wearing a mask had broken into the room. They took him right out of the bed, tied him up to the chair, and then took all the savings he was keeping in the wardrobe. When they left, he managed to call the police because his cell phone was in his pocket. Still, Detective Callum didn't believe him. Why? Mr. Tucker said that he had been taken right out of bed, but the bed was perfectly made. I doubt that a robber would care enough to make Mr. Tucker's bed on their way out. Detective Callum was spending the winter holidays at a ski resort with his friends. In the morning, they were going to go skiing on the fresh snow that had fallen at night when a local police officer called him and asked him to come to a hotel nearby to solve a case. So, Detective Callum had to go. Someone robbed the cashier's desk and there were three suspects. Questley said that she was in her room all night sleeping. Egbert said that he was out partying in a different hotel and had just come back around an hour ago. Fenton said that he had been binge-watching a show all night but hadn't stolen anything. Who is guilty? It was Egbert. If he had just returned, he would have left his footprints on the fresh snow. But there were no footprints leading to the hotel as Detective Callum was walking there. And the name Egbert will make anyone suspicious. There was a car accident in the suburbs, and police arrived to investigate the case. The driver went into a cliff right where the road was taking a dangerous turn. The car turned around, and he was pushed out of it and got stuck nearby. He had his cell phone on him, so he was able to make a call. A police officer helped the driver out and asked him to show what was in the trunk. The driver gladly opened it with his keys. In the trunk, there was his suitcase, some instruments, and a spare tire. The police officer said that the accident had been staged. Why? The driver took the keys out of his pocket. If it had been a real accident, the keys would have remained in the car. Mr. Grayson called the police and said that she had been robbed. Detective Callum arrived for the investigation. Here's what she said. It was almost midnight. I was in my room upstairs painting. Suddenly, the power went out. There was no light or electricity, 
and I could only see the streetlights outside. Then, the stationary phone rang. I was scared, so I didn't pick it up. I stayed upstairs, and in about ten minutes, the light came back. I just went to sleep, and now, in the morning, I found out that someone stole my grandma's diamond ring. Detective Callum didn't believe her. Why? If the lights and the electricity were out, how would a stationary telephone ring? This lady is making things up. Gavin drove to get some groceries and parked his car in front of the store. Of course, he forgot where he had parked and couldn't find his car. Luckily, he had taken a picture of his parked car and he opened it to look up the number of the parking lot. The problem is that his parking lot number is covered and the number of the lots nearby doesn't make any sense. Can you figure out what's Gavin's parking lot number and where he should search for his car? The numbers are just turned upside down in the photo. The numbers are 86 through 91, and his car is parked in 87. Now I have a short logo quiz for you. I'll show you a logo, and you have to tell the company. Here's the first one. Do you recognize it? It's Honda, a Japanese car brand. This one is super easy. What is it? This is Pepsi, of course. What about this cute crocodile? Does it ring a bell? This is Lacoste, a French clothing brand. Another easy one. I bet you have it on your phone. Yes, of course, that's Spotify. What about this one? Yes, it's Nike. This one is a very fancy brand. What's your guess? That's Louis Vuitton. Okay, another one for you. It's harder, but you've got this. What's your call? This is Reebok, an American footwear company. Do you recognize this bull? Is a Lamborghini logo. This is a painfully familiar yellow rectangle. Where is it from? That's the National Geographic logo. Porsche and Vinette live in a country where postal services are super unreliable. Everything sent by post is stolen from the package. How can Porsche send his wife, Vinette, a diamond ring if both of them can buy locks but don't have keys from each other's locks? Portia can lock the box with the ring and send it to Vinette. When she receives the box, she should lock the box with her lock and send it back to him. When he receives it, he can open his lock and remove it and send the box back to Vinette with her lock only so that she can open it once she gets it again. There is a box filled with balls of different colors. Five red ones, eight blue ones, and 11 purple ones. 
Ninja has to pick out balls blindfolded until he's sure that he has at least two balls of the same color. What's the minimum number of balls Ninja should take out to be sure of that? Worst case scenario, he'll be picking out the balls of a different color every time. There are three colors, so if he picks out three, they might all be different. But if he picks out four, then the additional one for sure will match one of the existing colors. So, Ninja should pick four 